about eight months down the road, you uh, <clears throat> you've been working with a manager, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're um, <laughs> they're talking to you about um, like eventually like moving out to L.A., right? Yeah. So you've been working with this manager. And so it's a manager of um it's an it's an entertainment manager. It's yeah, not, yeah, they're okay. managing your comedy career. Sorry, when you said manager, I, I thought you just meant like the restaurant I'm working at. No, Nick. All right. This is a entertainment manager as you put All right. it. This is your manager. How how did I get this manager? You uh you did a show at a brewery here in town. <laughs> and um you just crushed at it, and she was there drinking a beer, and just heard you, and like starts talking to you. Um. So she, why was she just at at that brewery? Was she, she in she town? She was out there. Or? No, she lives here. She lives in town. She just has friends, okay. you know. All right. Sometimes friends do stuff together. She was just hanging out with her friends. <laughs> okay. They so, were at this brewery, there's a comedy show going on. Mm-hmm. You just crushed, right? So you've yeah. been working with this manager for the, like the last eight months. She sends you this thing. She goes, "Hey, there's a <clears throat> the Food Network is casting like a they're looking for comedians to do this competition show." Right? Is it like a comedy cooking competition show? Yeah, it's supposed to be kind of funny. You know, it's where there's like uh, ev- it's called uh, the Triple Threats. Okay. And it was two teams going against each other. It was a musician, a comedian, and then just a regular person. Okay. Right? <laughs> okay. And they would uh, they would each like cook the same dish and then there's a panel of judges who would judge it. And they're just like looking for comics for it, you know. So you go out for this uh the show, Triple Threats. Mm-hmm. You're on a team <clears throat> You're uh, you're kind of nervous about it because it's like your first opportunity to really like film anything, you know. This is like a a chance that somebody's giving you, mm-hmm. and uh, you're pretty pumped about it. So you, they're gonna like have you test to do the show, and they take you on there. You're on a team with uh, Brett Michaels of Poison. Okay, remember him? Yep, he's still around. Every rose has his thorn. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and uh, you look across at the other team. Mm-hmm. And it is, uh, it's Tommy Lee of uh, Motorhead. Uh, no, Mo- of Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Yeah. Motor- yeah. Okay. Famous uh, Lothario, Tommy Lee. <laughs> okay. He's wearing these tight, well leather pants. Tommy Lee. You can see every inch of his hog. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like the first thing you see when you like look across, right? Uh-huh. On the set of Triple Threat, mm-hmm. and the comedian on the other side is uh, Carrot Top. Okay. And then they just have a regular person over there. What is like it? A, do you know anything about this regular they, person? They, what do they, they do? They bring her in. She goes, this is Sharon Smithton. Sharon Smithton? What does she do for work? Sharon Smithton is a, uh, she's a postal carrier. She delivers mail. Uh-huh. And she's from Oakmont, California. Okay. Right? And they bring in your guy. And you look down, and you see him kind of like step in. Uh-huh. And you see his like black shoes. You kind of study him from the ground up. Okay. You see these dark, stonewashed jeans. 
see a maroon shirt uh-huh. <laughs> peeking out underneath this slick leather jacket. You a leather jacket? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Looks fucking good, man. Just he, plain old leather jacket. There's not like like annoying no. cowboy fringe on. No, nope, just a standard, <laughs> respectable gentleman's jacket, like a Fonzie. Not even, not even like that ornate. Okay. It's like a leather bomber jacket. Just a, a leather bomber jacket. Yeah. Okay. Right. Not pleather leather. Right. Actual leather. Actual leather. Yeah. You see this jacket, and then they go, "Ladies and gentlemen, Mickey Less," and you see he waves to the crowd, and his hand is just so big. <laughs> Like it all, it blocks out the light for a second. It's just so yeah. big. Yeah. You know, and he just waves and he turns to you and he says, Hey, my name's Mickey, Mickey Les. And you, he throws out a big hand. You shake yeah. his hand. You shake his hand. And when you shake his hand, you have this memory when you were like 11 years old. You were uh, hanging out at a, at a friend's farm. You had a friend who, like, they had a family farm. You went out there and you were like running around with this horse. Mm-hmm. This horse takes a giant shit. You guys just laugh. <laughs> What's at the it. horse's name? You gotta know the horse's uh, name. Fillmore. Fillmore. Yeah. All right. Fillmore the horse. <laughs> Fillmore takes right. just like a giant shit, and you just laugh, you know. And you and your friend, you're just running along this fence, and you just like lay in the grass and you stare at the sky, and you just smell this fresh cut grass, and you kind of mm-hmm. snap back and you just smell that smell. You shake yeah. his hand, and so he, uh, he like kind of like looks at at the uh, the judges. The judges are is a it's Mickey Less looks at the judges. Right? Yeah, so okay. everybody like he uh, you like let's go, and you kind of snap out of it, and you guys look at the judges, and you're a judge panel, and it, it's just one guy. Okay. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, B- Benedict Bumbleberry, <laughs> 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 and they bring out like this this tall. A uh, very pale man. He's wearing like a suit and, and tie. Why is he so pale? He doesn't like the sun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He has like uh, he thinks the sun's out to get him. Okay. Yeah. So I, he, I can't really explain it. So he spent most of his childhood just indoors. Staying indoors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And is uh, he, uh, where's he from? He's from Jolly Old London. Okay. Not a lot of sun there. Not a lot of sun there. Okay. So he's like a he's a famous British celebrity chef, right? And he's gonna judge. Jolly O'Lon- oh, so that's not his name. Sorry. What is his name? Benedict Bubbleberry. Okay, sorry. So, <laughs> yeah, Benedict Bubbleberry is gonna judge uh, your episode of of Triple Threat, right? Okay. So uh, Benedict comes over and he like shakes all your hands, and you see him like shake Mickey's hand. <laughs> And they have like a tense moment where they lock eyes, and he's like, "Mickey," and Mickey says, "Benedict." So it always they, sounds like they know each other. Why do they know each other? I don't know. They're just shaking each other's hands, okay. and you look down, and Mickey's hand is so fucking big, dude. <laughs> like Benedict <laughs> does not stand a chance, you know. And he just squeezed him hard. His knuckles are pale white. It's an intense grip. They let go, and there's just, like, a lot of tension in the air, and they, they break for a minute, and Mickey turns to you and goes, man, look, I fucking hate that Benedict Bumbleberry. Mm-hmm. He goes, look, I don't know what you know about him, but he stole my wife. 
um, Benedict, Benedict Bumbleberry yeah. <laughs> stole Mickey Less's wife. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey Less had a wife. Yeah. Uh, what, what? How did they meet? He goes, we met. We met at a uh, sock hop. Uh huh. We were at a sock hop together, and uh, I was just hopping to adjust my socks. You know, mm-hmm. I was dressed as a giant sock, and I was hopping around the sock hop, and I saw her from across the malt shop. It was a sock hop and a malt shop. <laughs> was this on sixty five Twinkie Drive? No, no, it was not. <laughs> So he tells you the story of how he met his wife and how they fell in love, and it was it was like the greatest love he'd ever known. Mm-hmm. And then one day she was stolen by another man. And it was Benedict Bumbleberry, <laughs> and he's here for revenge. And he Mickey goes, Less is here for revenge. He goes, "If you help okay. me win this competition, or he goes, if you help me take this guy out, I'll help you win the competition." He, co- he goes into me and says, "Yeah." That. He goes, okay. "Will you help me?" And you look at him and he winks at you, and you feel completely calm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll help you. Okay. He goes, okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, uh, you're like, man, that's great. Because there's a clause in your contract. You get another like $20,000 if you actually win this episode of Triple Threat. So I'm trying. So Mickey Less is competing against me on Triple yeah. Threat, right? Yeah. And then the, he's so like, we're like going to conspire. It's you, we're he, gonna and Brett Michaels. Conti- we're going to conspire together. To kill Benedict Bumbleberry. I mean, if you want to do that, yeah, you can. On the show. Yeah. So that'll make it then just me against Mickey Less? Or wait, why is Brett Michaels in this thing again? He's part of the triple threat. Each team has three members. It's a famous musician, uh, an up-and-coming comedian in this case, you, and then a totally normal person. Okay. And your totally normal person just happens to be the one and only Mickey Less. So we're conspiring against... He goes, we need, he goes, if you want to kill We're fighting him, against Brett Michaels or Benedict No, Brett Michaels, and Brett Michaels, you're going to have to, like, get on your side, I guess, or you could just, you know, I don't know, just ignore him. So, you, know, you're, you have Benedict to, you have, Bumbleberry he wants you to take from? out Benedict, Benedict Bumbleberry is Mickey Less's mortal enemy. But is he, com- <laughs> he's his mortal enemy because he stole Mickey Less's wife. <laughs> right, but is he competing on the show? Or no, he's he the judge. He's the judge. He's a judge. Remember, I said he was so a judge. So we're trying to kill a judge? A judge on this. And he's not like a, like an actual judge. He's a judge of this cooking show. So I'm conspiring with, with Mickey Less. Big, with big knuckled Mickey Less. Yeah. About killing a judge. I mean, you, he said just, And I'm not helping myself in the competition whatsoever. I'm hurting myself. He's, no, you don't have to do that. He's like, I told you, he said, he said, you're the one who said kill him. He goes, I'm saying, like, we need to win this competition. I'm we need saying to win this. He Mickey Less is telling you that. So I'm saying. And you you suggested killing Benedict Bumbleberry. You brought that to the equation. You went straight to murder. Mickey Less is like, <laughs> I don't know why you why? jumped to killing him. Why? Why would I want to kill the judge? I, what? You what? brought up killing him. I brought Mickey up- Less is like, look. I we need to win this thing. Okay. Okay. So I so essentially I didn't so I didn't listen to Mickey Less and I thought we were competing against Benedict Bumbleberry. Benedict Bumbleberry is the judge of triple threat. But I I was just confused in the moment. Yeah, I think you're confused in the moment. I thought you, and so I thought we were competing against them. You thought we wanted to kill him. 
But he's just saying, look. So why I wanted to kill them? Because I thought we were going to compete against them. No, he's the judge. You have the other but, team. But it's a, I guess it's just a brain fart in the moment, right? Yeah, probably. I think so. Okay. That's so okay. Now, and now that we're on got, the same page. So it's a brain fart. We've gotten all the way to this point where <laughs> I'm saying we have to kill Benedict Bumbleberry. Yeah, you suggested killing him. Mickey Less is like, I think we just need to win this competition. Right. But if you want to kill him, like, I'm not going to stop you. So would you just kill him or would you try to just win the competition? I would go back to trying to win the competition because I would have realized, oh, yeah, because I realized then, oh, I'm so confused. Oh, that's right. We're we're uh, fighting against poison, not 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 Benedict Bumbleberry. Brett Michaels is on your team. There's you, Brett Michaels, and Mickey Less, and then on the other team is Tommy Lee, Carrot Top, and uh, a totally strange third party person. It's like a totally random person. So you're competing against each other. The judge right. of the show is Benedict Bumbleberry, Mickey Less's mortal enemy. Right. Because he stole Mickey Less's wife, the love of his life. Right. And you're like, man, you look at him and you feel what Mickey feels. You're like, this motherfucker. So you're going to try to kill him or are you just going to try to win the competition? I'm going to try to win the competition. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So you try to win the competition. You're, you tell Mickey, you're like, okay, what do I do? And he goes, just follow my lead. So you're like you talk to Brett Michaels. Would so you? I'm, have, I'm trying to win the competition, but I'm still kind of conspiring with Mickey. You're definitely not happy. Like you feel like you feel like you don't like him. You know what I mean? Right. You have a you have a fondness for Mickey that you didn't quite expect. You look it down, and he holds his knife with that big fucking hand, and then you kind of look at it. And it's fine. You know what I mean? It's just kind of when you're not looking at it, it's big. And he goes, "Look, I'm gonna help you out here." He goes, "You just follow my lead." So they, they bring out this, um, you guys have to each make like a chicken parmesan with uh-huh. like spaghetti and you're going to bake bread, you know? It's something pretty easy because you guys aren't professional chefs. So Mickey's like, I'll tell you everything to do. So would you follow his lead? Would you try to get Brett Michaels to help you? No. Brett Michaels is just kind of wanders off into the crowd. Yeah. Somebody has a guitar there. He winds up playing a bunch of songs. Uh-huh. You guys are just going to cook. Yeah. Brett Michaels runs away. They never find him. He just leaves with a lady. Uh-huh. Yeah. They never found him. So it's just you and, and Mickey at that point. <laughs> you guys are making your chicken parmesan. He's instructing you on how to cook, right? And at one point he goes, grab the knife. Did you grab the knife? Yeah, because we're still cooking. Yeah. yeah. He goes, I want you to stab him in the heart. Who? That motherfucker, Benedict Bumbleberry. He's a tall... But in my man. head, I... But 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 I've established in my head, I don't want... I don't actually want to kill him. I didn't... Do you? I, well, I mean, I didn't want to. I want to win the competition more yeah. than anything. And Mickey's telling you to do it. Would you do it? I, I no, I dropped the knife on the ground. He's dropping on the ground. Mickey goes, "You better clean that up and wash it. That's a sanitary hazard. We can't have dirty knives in this kitchen." He runs a pretty tight ship, dude. Right. Right. Uh, at that point, I, I, you know what? In my head, I'm thinking, he knows I'm not going to do it, so he's now playing with me. I will just do 
do what he wants and I will pick the knife up, go and clean it. Um, cause his, his mind is beyond this killing now. So I go and clean it. So you clean the knife. Yeah. You look at your reflection in it. Would you take it back and finish cooking? Would you walk off set? What would you do? After looking at my reflection in the knife? Yeah, you're looking at your reflection, thinking about the situation you're in. Do you help Mickey less? Do you try to commit I go back and help Mickey less, yeah. You try to win the competition? I still want to win the competition. Yeah. yeah. So you're cutting with a knife, and he goes, hey, like nothing will happen. I'll take care of you. And you look up at him, and he just winks at you. Uh-huh. His hands are so fucking big, dude. <laughs> yeah. Would you murder on his behalf? Um, no. No? You just keep cooking? Let me keep cooking. Yeah. He was, he was just giving me heart to heart, but, you know, we're in the, we're in the heat of a race, so now yeah. I'm just going to keep cooking. Yeah. So you're talking to Mickey Les. He's directing you on, on how to cook. He's a savant in the kitchen. Yeah. You guys make this beautiful chicken parm. Right. Let's what did the other people make? They, that make, they made the same thing. Okay. But it turns out Carrot Top only <laughs> eats and cooks with carrots. So he's pretty useless. Uh, Tommy Lee is fascinated with his own genitalia. <laughs> yeah. That it just leaves this lady to cook. And she's like, I'm not good at this. That's not my forte. And yeah. she just gets really frustrated. She tries her best, but she's one woman in a kitchen. It wasn't very fair. They don't yeah. even present a dish. Okay. Benedict Bumbleberry goes, well, it looks like there's a forfeit. Uh, the show like clearly like doesn't do very well because it's a terrible idea to start with. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it definitely doesn't get picked up. You feel like an absolute fool for even trying out because it's a stupid idea to begin with. <laughs> right? Right. And your your manager, upon the failure, decides to drop you as a client. And Whoa. <laughs> yeah. She goes, she's like, Nick, this just, I mean, obviously this didn't go very well. So she drops you as a client. Because one reality show didn't go well? No, there'd been a Who lot of other shit. Who else she represent? She represents uh, Jim Norton. Son? He's never had anything fail? Jim Nortonson? No. They call him the 100% kid. <laughs> he's, a, he's a comedian out of Alabama. 100% kid. <sighs> Fine. All right. <laughs> Who else does she represent? Phyllis Singer? Small? Hyphen small. <laughs> okay, that's a marriage name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So she drops she you dropped, as a client. She drops me as a client. She drops you as a client because, because of uh, Phyllis Simmer Small Singer and small. one other dude who's good at something. Yeah, one hundred percent kid. One hundred percent kid. So either way, <laughs> she drops you as a client, and you just live the rest of your days like completely alone. Your comedy yeah. career fails. You wind up just giving up. You move back to St. Joe. You uh, take over the family locksmith business. You become you. You start going by Nick Smith. Just you get you dive really deep into the locksmith. Why would I thing. do that though? Because my because <laughs> my last name is in this family locksmith business. I don't know. Your family's like Nick. You probably shouldn't do this. And you're like, I'm just doing what I want. I'm gonna live the way I want. You change your name to Nick Smith, all one word, like locksmith, but Nick Smith. And you end up moving home. You never marry. You never really afford anything other than like a, a studio apartment. Every winter is very cold. 
When you're 62 <laughs> years old, you decide to go out for a drive one night. You just kind of had enough. And you, you drive off a cliff. <laughs> what? Yeah, the car explodes on impact. You didn't help Mickey, and he cursed you for all your days. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't help him. He gave you multiple opportunities. Let you finish what you think you came there to do, but then he ruined your fucking life because he's more powerful. And I didn't than even win the competition. Imagine. No, of course not. <laughs> the show got the show got canceled immediately <laughs> because it was so bad. <laughs> I, I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even at least win the comp the the competition. That was of course happening. not. No, the show they're like this sucks. So, like, so I lose. Done. I lose the competition in the show, and then the show, and then you lose your management, and then you move back home. You change your name to Nick Smith. You dive headfirst in the family locksmith <laughs> business. A lot of cold winters. You drive off a cliff to your death. You got cursed by Mickey Less. He's a man on a mission right now. <laughs> <laughs> Screw Mickey Less. Damn it. The last thing you think before you die is you think of that chicken parm that Mickey Less made. And how that lost on the, us a competition. Yeah. On, on the day of that show... You were like, well, at least we have this chicken parm. And Mickey's like, yeah, you're right. And he tur- he gave it to you, and you just dropped it onto the floor. And you think about that chicken parm just splattering, that perfect chicken parm just splattering it underneath your feet. And that's the moment that your life started going downhill. And you think of that moment, and you black out from pain. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Ouch.